0: forever dog Hey Anna Hi Andrew
1: and hey everybody
0: else and welcome to our podcast called <laughs> scary, scary stories scary stories to, to tell, tell on the oh god okay here's the thing dear listener yeah, we are happened? doing a remote recording <laughs> we tried to talk at the same time it didn't we've we've learned this before that it doesn't work
1: i know and yet like moths to a flame we just keep going back
0: we just keep g-ing b <laughs> but um, once
1: again marvel of technology we are coming to you from two separate coasts in the same country. Um, it's magical, marginally early here than there. I mean, how does that work?
0: I guess the earth must be round. Mm. I'm not sold. I want to, I want to keep an open mind. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I think it's good. It's good. Being a good friend means maybe thinking the earth is whatever shape your friend thinks it is. (laughs) What shape do you think the earth is, Andrew?
1: Um, I'm, I've been very high up in an airplane And I have to say Uh it looked like there was a curve, but I think that's just in my head. Um, But I do trust that the earth is round. That's my best guess. Yeah. Um, I think
0: it's a big square.
1: Oh, interesting. Um, Could you unpack that?
0: Yeah. So I think it's a square on one side Mm. and then like opposite of that, there's a square. And then on the two sides, it's a square. And then the other two sides is also a square. (laughs) They don't have a word for this yet. But it, I think it would be called a square 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 square. Anna,
1: this is reminding me um in case you guys in case you guys did not see last week. Uh, Anna had a killer set on the James Corden show, <gasps> the Late Late uh, Show, just annihilated. And um, one of my favorite jokes uh, that you did Anna is when you introduced yourself and you're like, "I'm a libertarian," and there were like three people in the studio audience who were like, "Woo!" <laughs> like yes and then follows yes. it up with because i only eat books which i think is the funniest joke um thank but you it, so much it's such a good tactic to out libertarians in a public sphere
0: i just I, I feel as though i do it and I, sometimes i'll pause sometimes i won't I'll, <laughs> I'll i won't pause if i think that there are um if there if i think that there i'll pause when i think that there are people in the audience who may be libertarians because I want to prove to myself that also that libertarians will laugh at my jokes um, just to show like how, um, how like uh universal my humor is.
1: That is, it's so good. Um, and the silliest, the silliest part about it was James Corden held up a picture of our cover art by Bats
0: Langley. How fun. Unbelievable. How fun. They were like, is Anna on any hip shows? <laughs> or does she have a podcast and I was like I can do one of those things.
1: <laughs> well, what a treat. Um it was such a it was, it was such a thrill.
0: So, and Andrew was there. He was part of my my Entourage. posse. I know. My James aunt.
1: James Corden called me my husband and our friend Billy Domino um strapping strapping young men which I, you know, I chose to take earnestly like he meant it like he meant it in a genuine way.
0: I think he said, "Strap on, young men."
1: Oh, that makes a lot more sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's nice. He's a nice man. <laughs>
1: Very nice. Um, but it was um, such a fun. I time. briefly
0: considered coming out and pointing at him and saying, "Oh, from the Cats trailer." Nice. <laughs> um, but I don't How know he him find like that. The time to record I a simply, whole Cats movie. I do not know. It's gotta be. M- I think he just loves working. Mm, yeah, that's a the thing. There are people who just. Do well when they work all the time, and it's, I don't know if that's me.
1: It's wild that he like. Remember when he was in that um, that Broadway show called like One Servant, One Two Gentlemen? Yeah, One Man, yeah. Two Governors. Yeah, that's it.
0: One Servant, Two Gentlemen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm guessing like a, a servant in a Broadway show title is probably not the best. Um, yeah, but he was like a Broadway star, and it's so funny that now he's like the host of the Late Late Show. Good for him.
0: I know, good for him. Good for he our great. old
1: friend, James. What um, a glow up. So, uh, today is Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Which means it is Urban Legisode Urban Day. Urban Legisode. Um, and it's my turn, and I'm really excited because uh, this Urban Legisode was inspired by a message that we received to our uh, scary story Instagram account at scary story true. Underscore pod um, true and it this is could be you so well written which probably shouldn't come as a surprise because this person like says like I'm a writer in uh, in Los Angeles um, and it is so chilling and so well written that I just had to share it um, and then I did some of the research into the the folklore it draws from and I'm super excited to share it with you Anna. And the rest of you. Why not? I
0: can't wait.
1: I can't wait. Okay. So this comes from at Yo Adrian Martel. I come from a deeply superstitious family. The older generations are originally from northern Mexico, spanning border towns between California and Texas. This particular story comes from my great uncle, who used to be a truck driver in Monterey in the Mexican state of Nuevo Leon. This is his story. My great-uncle Carlos was driving a shipment of soft drinks to Reynosa and a few other scattered border towns. These drives were always overnight and required timely delivery. After dropping off half his shipment in Reynosa, he got back on the truck and made his way up the lonely stretch of the highway that ran through the Rio Grande Valley. I- I'm saying Rio Grande because I feel like that's how I hear people say it in cowboy movies, but I- it's probably—it's Rio-, Rio Grande, right? Rio Grande Valley?
0: I feel like, I feel like if you say Rio Grande... That's okay.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that for now. And you know, come for me if I'm doing that wrong. Um,
0: yeah, it's sort of like how Australian people are like, well, it's Melbourne, and it's like, no, but that's how you say your R's, right? Like, I
1: no one I has. I've been never
0: m- been to Melbourne. <laughs> I think it should be Melbourne, but I don't know anything about it, and I've never been there. I just have whenever I hear an American person say. Oh, yeah. It was just in Melbourne. It's like you've been sold a bill of goods. You've been lied to. Right. You're speaking in an accent that isn't your own. And it's I don't think it's necessary.
1: This does make me think of um, in New Hampshire, there's a town called Berlin. Uh, and truly, it used to be called <laughs> oh, it no. used to be called Berlin. And then during World War II, New Hampshire was like, "I don't think so." We're calling it oh. Berlin. It's the it's the most classic oh. New Hampshire thing I can imagine. And if you're like, "Where's um, that- I'm going to Ber- Berlin?" People be like, nah, I don't know. There's no Berlin here. You going to Berlin?"
0: That was their change.
1: That was their change. Yeah,
0: they could have just renamed the town.
1: Right. I think that you know the signs that would have cost tax. Taxpayer money and New Hampshire is oh famously not a uh, friendly to taxes. Um, okay, I'm going to keep going. That's crazy. For centuries, the Rio Grande Valley was the setting of several terrifying tales, ranging from phantom hitchhiking women and child-eating witches. These stories, <gasps> I know, I know. They, I just it feel like be, other countries have such better folklore.
0: Really better. I also originally heard that as child-eating women. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> oh, see that would like, even be that's, greater. That's got to exist somewhere. Less scary if you um, yeah, if you yeah, if you know folklore about uh, kids who eat uh, kids who eat people, let us know. Um Great. Bah, bah, bah. So these stories were passed down through the generations of families that inhabit South Texas and the northern states of Mexico. My uncle was familiar with these stories, but he never actually believed them until that night. <gasps> It's uh, good. Isn't this, I got so well excited written? for the word until. Yeah. It's
0: really well written. I, I was hoping the word until was coming. It did come. It, made <laughs> well, me it excited. just ended there. Okay. <laughs> he didn't know anything. <laughs>
1: Halfway toward his destination, a strong wind began to blow from the north. He kept his hands on the wheel Ooh. to keep the winds from pulling the truck off the road. Suddenly, his right headlight started flickering. In just a few seconds, the light burned out. <gasps> he cursed under his breath. And turned on his high beams. As soon as he did, a large brown (gasps) owl with an enormous wingspan crashed into his windshield. The bird hit the glass, broke it, and rolled off, blown away to the side of the road by the wind. My great uncle almost lost control of the wheel, but managed to gain control and pulled the truck over. His hands shook as he sat in his truck. After a few minutes, he regained his composure. This was short-lived when he heard a moaning coming from the side of the road. Very slowly, he looked through his side-view mirror. There was a moving lump of shadows sprawled on the side of the road. He hopped out of his car and slowly walked toward the lump. He realized what the lump was. An old woman. Her body looked broken, bent in unnatural ways. Her hair was long and shimmered a silver color under the moonlight. It covered her naked body. Instinctively, he raced towards his truck and reached for the radio. In a panic, he called for help. There was no answer. Cursing under his breath, he hopped out of the truck and looked back toward the woman. She was gone. In her place was the large, mangled owl that crashed into his windshield. The Rio Grande Valley is an ominous place rich with history and folklore. A frequently told local tale is that of Lechuzas, The witches that have the ability to turn into owls. In most stories, the owls creep into the cribs of sleeping babies, either taking them or sucking them dry of blood. In other stories, they target drunk men coming home from bars. More understandable. Good. Um, I I added more understandable. I don't want to bastardize Adrian's very well-written story. (laughs) One thing is for sure. Don't touch the pros. <laughs> one thing is for sure my great uncle Carlos believed that whatever he hit that night was definitely one of these creatures. So that's my story. Love your podcast and can't wait to hear the next one. Uh, thanks, Adrian Martell. Oh. Adrian, this is such a good story. You should turn this into a short film immediately.
0: My God. Um, that is so scary. Isn't that
1: good? So then I, I, I had never heard of Lechuzas. Um, and then I looked I looked it up in, like, my, my various uh, folklore websites. And there's a ton of entries about them. I guess lechuza literally means barn owl. I think that's, like, what it translates to. Um, but I found a really great website called Backpackerverse. Um, and this article is Terror in the Trees. Did Abuela warn you about la lechuza? <laughs> Which uh, I – this is another thing. Like, did your grandmas ever tell you scary stories?
0: Um, I don't know. Did
1: yours? Um, one of them did. This is a, this is kind of crazy because one of them did because she did minor in theater and one of her theater credits was uh storytelling. And she would tell the story Tailey Poe to us kids. But she would tell it in this like uh Appalachian accent, which she had to learn it in. <laughs> and oh. it was very funny. Um, Who
0: was it that did that?
1: My grandma Jacobson, Betsy.
0: She went... For theater, she
1: did. She minored in theater. She,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: she had a very funny story about. Um, she like had way overcommitted, and she was the she was cast as the lead in a stage version of Emma. And um, she knew the first two acts, but the third act she just never memorized. And she got so exhausted that by the third act she just stopped saying her lines. And truly, at one point, just said like, <laughs> "Let's all just sit down." And then the whole rest of the cast had to be like, um, and they were like trying to keep prompting her the lines. And she was just like, no, I can't. <laughs> like, But they managed oh. to finish the show, which I think is very funny. Um, but all, That is amazing. All that is to say, I'm always so fascinated um, by people who have people who have grandmas who like come from a different culture, who like bring these uh, scary stories with them. And it sounds like the chooses are one of those things. Um... So I'm going to read you a little bit about uh, what I found. So who is La Lechuza? Great. Real bruja or just a legend? <laughs> bruja, if I'm if I'm correct, means witch. Yes. Uh, La correct. Lechuza is an old witch who sold her soul to the devil in exchange for magical powers. Classic switcheroo. You know?
0: I'll, I'll life is about trade-offs.
1: <laughs> I mean, what, do you think you're going to get magical powers without anything in return? You know?
0: It's all—it's unbelievable. I was—I just looked up "latusa" and it means little owl. Oh, little which owl, is w- or little owl. Let me see. That's kind of sweet. Um, they're kinds of okay. So in Spanish, because I thought "buo" was owl, mm. but that's like a bigger owl. "Latusa" is a little owl.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, well now we know. Um right? As a result so. of this deal, she can transform into a large bird. However. <laughs> She can be identified by her head, which is still that of a hideous old woman. This is a, again, this is a classic, um, you know, uh, devil wish that he gets you with. You know, like, sure, you can turn into a bird, but you're still going to have an old lady head.
0: It's hard. It's also like, would they use hideous? What word?
1: Uh, Yeah. Hideous, uh, hideous old woman.
0: I mean, like what do we mean by hideous you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah just like, aging aging naturally
0: yeah women who have faces who didn't die when they were 30 is that yeah i don't know
1: not covered in half an inch of contouring um, it's
0: hard not to get my back up about these um fake stories told by liars <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is what ghost stories
1: are. and pretty much yeah pretty much all witch stuff is very loaded um, you're gonna run into a. I mean, we've talked about this with La Llorona. Like, basically, if um, if a woman asks for anything, they're a witch or a demonic ghost, and they must be feared.
0: Yeah, it's a woman with needs. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, some legends state that multiple women act as La Lechuza in their territories, flying through the night to find prey. I love the idea of a territorial witch. You know, like you get. You get this quadrant, I get this quadrant. Let's not overlap.
0: Yeah, like we already figured this out. It's like in a in a 90s show where the two kids don't get along so they put a line down the center of the room. <laughs> did you ever I It's feel, like that.
1: I feel like I yeah, did you ever actually do that because I know that trope, but was that a yes. thing? Oh, you did.
0: Wow. I did it, but it was because I saw it on TV. It wasn't like something <laughs> that I thought of.
1: Right. I think I ran away because I saw it on TV. I don't think that thought would ever have occurred to me. But I was like,
0: I'm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so f- How long did you run away for? Um, Not
1: long. I packed a, a little briefcase and I remember I put a oh. sleeve of saltines in it um, and then a book about werewolves very predictably. And then I oh. went outside and I sat on the curb. I don't think I – honestly, I don't think I was even mad about something. I think I was like, I'm almost, I'm almost seven years old and I've never run away from home. I got to make sure I meet, reach this milestone. Um, People
0: freak on me.
1: Right. And then I went and I sat by the curb. My mom came by and she was like, what's going on? And I was like, I think I'm going to run away. And she was like, you are you going to hitchhike away? And I was like, well, I'll see if anyone comes who I feel like I could hitchhike with. Um, which, you know, I, I want to say more power to her for being like, okay. And she like went back inside. I'm sure she was watching me, but, um, it seems like a kind of a next step for a child to be like, I'm not going to run away. I'm going to hitchhike away. And that feels also more tangible and frightening for a parent.
0: That is so amazing. Yeah. Good for Joe Beth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, you know, maybe that's why I never felt the need to rebel. Cause I felt like I was held on a, you know, a loose tether. <laughs>
0: You're safe. I'm safe. Um, I remember distinctly talking my friend uh, from childhood out of running away when we were like 10 and she was very serious about it. She's (laughs) like, no, I'm going to run away because my family doesn't understand me. (laughs) And I was like, you shouldn't. You need shelter and food and to go to school.
1: Ever the pragmatist.
0: Oh, yeah. That was my job. (laughs) I also remember watching my friend Diana dance to music and I wasn't uh, confident enough to dance with her. So I would sat on the side and gave her notes. (laughs) And that's how you get a comedy writer.
1: (laughs) The the sentence, I remember watching my friend Diana dance to music. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like the opening line of a Pedro Almodovar movie.
0: It was. It It actually was. It was. It's called Early Bloomer. (laughs)
1: Um, okay, so another version of this story states that La Lechuza was once a witch, uh, who was murdered by the locals seeking revenge, she took this form. But other tales claim that La Lechuza is the vengeful spirit of a woman who returned from her grave for the sole purpose of torturing the living. Oh. Um this next part is truly wild. And again, this is why it's like, uh, I love I love folklore.
0: Okay, let me just make sure I'm ready to hear it. Okay. Okay, go ahead.
1: Regardless of her origins, the aftermath is the same. This Mexican terror would perch where she can't be seen and then attract her prey through strange whistles or the sounds of a crying infant. Oh. Um, also a great pickup technique, you know? Yeah. If, you, yeah. if you're at a bar and you don't know how to um, approach someone who you might be interested in, just sit at the just edge of the bar crying. and cry like a baby.
0: Just cry and cry and cry, and then I guess, um, eat them or suck their baby's blood dry, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Suck their uh, trap their baby uh, from their crib while they while they sleep.
0: <laughs> I'm having trouble tracking from the objective to the um, action, right? I don't,
1: this is where it gets a little vague for me, um, just in terms of like what's her end game, like where does Lola choose to see herself in five years, you know, right? Um, <laughs> oh, this is and this is where we get a big twist. Lala has okay. also been known to summon storms, which kind of ties into the wind yeah. uh, from Adrian's story. Uh, therefore, if you notice thunderstorms out of the ordinary, chances are she's behind them.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: God. Um if you see a large owl, chances, chances are chances are, yeah, that's I had to I hate to break it to you, pack, backpacker verse, but chances are probably not, but maybe That's there, a wild clam. There is, yeah, that is a wild clam. Um, if you see a Not large... to be confused
0: with a wild clam, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, something that I'm self-conscious <laughs> about because someone, okay, this is, I'm wondering if it's a friend of ours messing with us. Someone commented on one of our Instagram pictures that, um, like a compliment. And then it was oh. like, love how Andrew laughs like Muttley. And I was like, what? And then I remembered Muttley is That's like Muttley. a Hanna-Barbera character from I think it's called like Crazy Racing or something. He was like a villainous oh. dog who drove with um a character I think named Dick Dastardly. <laughs> and Muttley did oh, laugh okay. like <laughs> Which, which, you know what? I consider oh, myself red. That's not
0: how you laugh. Um, Kind you're, of. You're very much, you know how like when you're texting someone, ha, 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 yeah. that is genuinely how you laugh. I
1: do have a true laugh. But I I mean, when, you know, when you recognize a good read, you have to draw attention to it. And then I went back to the comment and it was not there anymore. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd remembered the name. Um, they
0: second guessed it. Yeah,
1: they second guessed it, which don't. I can take it. Thick skin. I'm the youngest of four boys. It's It's all fine.
0: Oh, my God. Um, also, I listened to the episodes from the last time we recorded. My laugh was broken that day. I don't know what's what? going on with my laugh.
1: I did not notice. It just
0: sounds like it's like a, like a rock being thrown in a well. It just it bounces around and I don't know. <laughs> I don't accept any. Um, I would take my name off that. I would take my name off of it.
1: <laughs> I did not notice that, Anna. I think you're okay, very well, nice And as my mother-in-law noted, and has noted every time you come up, um, when Chris texted her that you were on uh, the Late Late Show, and she watched, she texted back. She was like, "Oh, I know Anna. She's the one with the great
0: skin." <laughs> it does sort of feel like being bullied because I <laughs> went off birth control. I think three and a half years ago and my hormones have not stopped having a house party ever since and I
1: now as far as I Jill have was what concerned. you could
0: conservatively call creative skin um, <laughs> it's not on the same page with itself I do paint over it to make it look at least different I don't know about better <laughs> well um, you,
1: it's made a good so impression I, on I Jill thank,
0: I thank her I do think that what she's picking up on was the professional makeup that was <laughs> shellacked to my face by two women who are in a union <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man you did look amazing it thank look you really amazing.
0: I know it was so nice um, I it was the day after the Emmys so I like for a moment had such a wildly off expectation of what to see when I look in the mirror
1: <laughs> that's true it was day it was it was back to back wow yeah oh my gosh
0: was not representative of any part of my life yeah that particular
1: By contrast, someone took a picture of me from the side the other day and now my whole year is ruined. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, just one of those where it's like, oh, God, you feel like you have such a strong sense of what you look like when you look at yourself in the mirror or when you see a front-facing picture. Then someone gets you from profile, R.I.P. Chin. Um, I know,
0: and you want to blame it on them, but you know that the camera is no, just a, an impartial blamed. observer. <laughs> no, you handsome boy. Thank you
1: so much. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, you might be asking yourself, how do you um, ward off, Lala or How do you keep yourself safe? Well, uh, they stipulate here, to defend yourself, use salt as she fears it badly. Sounds like a blood pressure problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, my face blows up. <laughs> I, my can't, I can't owl damn face. I can't.
1: I'm I have uh I've got strappy sandals and I just my my, my feet swell if I have salt.
0: I don't I don't want to bleed on your floors.
1: Anna, you will also like this on one. On your new floors. <laughs> you'll also like this one. Um okay. you should also begin cussing her out upon hearing Ooh. her call to drive her away. <laughs> Which, okay, let's just take a step back here. Lala Chuza makes the sound of a baby crying. So, if you hear her call and you start just screaming swears. Stupid motherfucking (laughs) cock sucking piece of shit. (laughs) Then you are 60% of New York commuters.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I want more people to be afraid of
1: Lola Chusa because how great would that be? Oh
0: my God, you stupid motherfucker.
1: (laughs) I one time was at um, a theme park with my friend, the Warrens, uh, my friends, my singular friend, the Warrens. Uh, No. They are an entity. My friends who are all brothers and I called them the Warrens. Um, we were at a theme park and we were at a theme park restaurant in it. A baby like screamed, but in such a specific way. And, uh, Jack Warren said, Oh my God, it sounded like that baby just got felled. (laughs) Cause the baby (laughs) cried. Like it was (laughs) either Ah! ah, like (laughs) like either that or it got stabbed by the only sword that could kill it. Or like, I think it's like a tree gets felled. (laughs) Like it's like when you chop down yeah. a tree, it gets felled. Um, and I, sure. and I love that. I love that. Term. It
0: got it got sliced diagonally through when I when I hear felled, I picture someone having a sword put through them, like where their neck meets the shoulder <laughs> and then diagonally through the body down to the hip. <laughs> that's what it looks yeah, like to me. No,
1: that's right. That's right. Um and yeah, that is the legend of La Lechuza, as told by our friend Adrian and uh backpackerverse.com
0: thank you adrian yeah, oh my god so what much. a good ledge and who t- would we cast oh yeah no, go ahead
1: no 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 you please
0: um who would we cast in the story about his great uncle
1: oh um like who? this person's just first of all how in- how old was the uncle it did not stipulate in my head I mean, probably realistically, if he's a uh, truck driver, somewhere between the ages of like thirty and sixty. Um, this okay. is his great uncle. I don't know why that it's it's because I'm a big fan of this person, and they're just jumping to mind because um, I watched something they were in recently. Um, Alfred Molina, I feel like would be really great.
0: Oh. Oh shit, yeah. Um so the sort of actor. yeah, the blockbuster version of yeah, this. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then and then like heartthrob version would be like Oscar Isaac's.
0: Oh or my Oscar god. Or Oscar Isaac. Yeah.
1: Um That's so exciting. Yeah. Oh my god. Very much in love with
0: him. Uh, oh yeah, I know he's so pretty. I know. What <laughs> is it?
1: What is it?
0: I can't. He's got boyfriend face.
1: Yeah. He also bites his lip a lot. I don't know why that is a thing, but truly, in in pay attention in nearly every movie he's in, he bites his lip. I most iconically in Star Good. Wars when he like finds, um, he like finds a character and like holds him by the shoulders and then like bites his lower lip. Very, um, oh. very sort of um, not sexually but uh, coquettishly, you know.
0: God damn it. He knows. he knows. He knows he's hot. Also, like, why is biting your lip sexy? It's like yeah. I don't my teeth and my lips are not on the same page. Evolutionarily, therefore.
1: why would that ever be? Sure. Yeah. I love him. I love a strength strong people bite their lip. Like, I don't know what that even means.
0: It's like I'm biting lip who would what lip could do. Who would you cast? <sighs> this is exciting for me. Um I feel like Michael Peña would be a good first first place to go. Uh he seems sort of like blue collarish like an everyman.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um if we wanted like a, sel- a sultry sexy sort of great uncle, Adrian, I'm sorry, but I am <laughs> just purely um like uh, so like how hot is he? Um <laughs> I would say oh my god, what's his name? He was um, ah, uh, the guy Oberon Martel on um Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck! I'm like obsessed with him. What's his name? I He's don't so know. Cute. He's from um Narcos. Let me see.
1: <gasps> oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I now I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. His uh,
0: name. Let me see. I know his name in my head somewhere, but as we've covered, I my brain it don't work like it's supposed to. My brain.
1: <gasps> oh, Pedro let me Pascal. See. Producer, yes. producer Anna just pointed it out. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's Thank super
0: you. cute.
1: Thank you, Thank you, Anna. He's cute. He's a New Yorker. Uh, oh, well, see if he's available. Who'd you cast as um, La Lechuza?
0: Okay. So as La Lechuza, I would probably cast an actual owl and then put mocap on the owl <laughs> and then <laughs> have that be the uh, woman.
1: Famous owl <laughs> performer. Oh, my God. How horrifying would that be? Oh, like a re- I would love that A reverse Andy Serkis
0: yeah. <laughs> An animal
1: and- <laughs> Who is, who is motion capped To be a human being Is <laughs> the worst thing
0: if we, if we had a budget and all the time in the world We could definitely put a dog in a mocap suit oh, And then God. take that and <laughs> Turn it into a no, person No, no. <laughs> That's so dumb That
1: is so dumb and good And I am <laughs> stunned no one has I mean that has to be somewhere on Reddit You know <laughs>
0: Um, That's so funny. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm also, not I just want to say, I looked it up and there, the, uh, before I said that the difference between a buo and a lechusa is size, it's not. It has to do with breed. Okay. It's two different kinds of owls.
1: I'm definitely not going to um, beat a mocap owl as a person for the witch. So I'm just going to say that is the definitive casting for that role. Uh, Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, yeah. Oh, I think, I think that might be our best casting job yet.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that list of actors. I mean, as a backup Salma Hayek, but.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, Salma Hayek.
0: If she wants to play ugly.
1: I don't know why, but also jumping to mind, um, <laughs> ironically, the same last name as Alfred Molina, June- Judith Molina, who played the grandma in the first, uh, Adams Family movie, and who is a very famous downtown theater maker. Um, Mostly because the lady oh. of like long silvery gray hair that could cover a naked body. I feel like she, she's kind of got down pat. Judith Molina. Yeah, I think it's her. I think her name was Judith Molina. Um, she was still like kind of teaching classes in NYU while we were there, and she had like a very young, um, from all sources, very young like sexy assistant who I think they were in like some sort of romantic relationship, which I remember all of our peers being like very impressed by. So before we go, I think it's time for our new segment that Anna invented last week. Uh, spooky ideas for things that could happen. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay,
0: great. Or spooky ideas that could happen. Spooky ideas
1: that could happen. Great. Uh,
0: there are things that could happen. We're not saying they did. Right. It's a very, very short sto- short. It's a short, scary story. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a sentence long. Uh, and it, it's, just a, it's just a little bit. It's a little bonbon of scary tood.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, one just popped into mind. Okay, go. Okay. 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 So here's one that just popped into my head. Okay. You drive by an abandoned school at night, and see that in the parent pickup line, there's the silhouette of a single child waiting to be picked up.
0: Oh. Like um. At night, you see, at like a school bus? Yeah,
1: like you're driving by... <laughs> this one comes a lot of... I, I, this one's not as... <laughs> I didn't think this one through,
0: okay. <laughs> I am mentally shattered You're driving already.
1: by um, an abandoned okay. school at night.
0: Oh, okay. And okay, you okay.
1: see a little kid in the dark waiting in the parent pickup line to be picked up.
0: Now, is this a British car or American? Which side of the car am I on?
1: Oh, um, uh, you are... <laughs> You are in, um, you're in Lincolnshire, uh, <laughs> in the UK. Okay. Um, okay. and you are on the driver's side, but you are on the side of the road that, I don't know how any of this works. Um, either that or you're being driven and you see it and it's creepy.
0: And uh, the car, does it go honk honk or beep beep? Uh, I think you're in the car
1: and so it, whether you honk or beep is up to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: It has both options.
1: (laughs) There are both options. (laughs) This, I mean, this car's got everything. It honks, it beeps.
0: That's it. It (laughs) beeps. It (laughs) It squamps and it squirps. That's so perfect. What a spooky idea, Andrew. That could happen. That's very, that could happen. Maybe, maybe at the end of it, we both go, that could happen. Great.
1: I like that. Uh, Do you have one, Anna? That could
0: happen. I do. Um, You're at like an uh, outdoor, like a taco stand somewhere. And it's at night and you're by yourself and they're just about to close, but they're like, they make you, they're making your order. And you hear the click, click, click of dog nails on pavement huh. behind you and you get excited and you turn around and it's a little white dog and you see its tail wagging. And then you see in the other end, there's also a tail.
1: <gasps> that no could happen.
0: That could happen.
1: Wow. Oh, that one's good. <laughs> that one's good. Ugh. How hor- So it's a dog with, it's got no head. It's got two butts.
0: Two buttons. Oh yeah, I guess it's butt also. <laughs> Wait, no, this is for a segment called Best Case Scenario. <laughs> a dog with two asses.
1: Oh man. Um, oh, I like this segment, Anna.
0: Oh thank you. Um we hope you it's like it there.
1: too, everybody else.
0: Yeah, and you know what, everybody else? Happy October. Happy
1: October. It's the first day of Halloween. That's how this functions now.
0: Yes, um, the thirteen one days of Halloween. Not 13 days, 31. We've
1: got so many more spooky episodes for you to listen to this October. You're going to love it. Um, your, your asses are going to be spooked clean off. Yeah, we've got so much spooky stuff coming to you guys this month. Uh, so let friends and family and your followers know about it, because we'd love to expand the number of people we can terrify week to week.
0: We want to spook the world.
1: (laughs) Uh, Dresden Farmers Spook the World Tour. Um, That's great. Anna, this was so much fun.
0: Andrew, this was so much fun. Thank you for that great urban legisode, Adrian. Yes. um, Oh, my gosh. And yeah, send us your stuff. Keep doing it. If you're like, "Eh, I don't know if it's interesting, like send it. We've
1: loved virtually every story that was sent to us. So thank you so much. Um,
0: Oh, There's just not enough room in everyday life to be spooky. Right. So this is a good outlet.
1: And there's not enough room left in this episode, so uh, get Get out. out.
0: Forever
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.